Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? You are listening to The Big Cruise Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 110 of The Big Cruise Podcast. My name is Baz and I'm your host and this episode was recorded on Sunday the 7th of August. A huge thank you to Gary in New South Wales who shared some incredible photos uh, this week. That was, of course, around the exciting news of PMO Australia's newest ship arriving down under. And if you want to check out some of Gary's photos, just click into the show notes of today's episode. Chris will be joining us in just a second with the latest cruise news. If you yourself have a question or want to do a cruise review, simply get in touch via the website, thebigcruisepodcast.com. Click on Join the Show in the top right-hand corner and uh, send us the details of what you want to discuss. But uh, I think it's time to uh, jump straight into it. Let's get Chris on the line and start talking all things cruise. Enjoy the show. Be sure to share the podcast on your favourite social media channels. And once again, we welcome our good friend and maritime historian back to the show, Chris Frame. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Exciting times in Sydney, hey, Baz? It is. It is. Lots of stuff going on. But of course, let's kick it off with what's happening with uh, P&O Australia. Yeah, for sure. So their second ship and the largest ship that P&O Australia has ever had in its fleet, um, the Pacific Encounter, it's arrived in Sydney. Um, and it made quite a spectacular arrival because um, it was escorted in by some of the um, the Sydney tugs, and then mm-hmm. um, they displayed this big um, sign up on their um, top deck, Hero Tugs, which is a, a bit of a nod to the fact that these, these tugboats back in uh, July um, actually helped rescue a, a, a ship in, in rough weather um, if, if you're yeah. in Australia, you'll know that Sydney's been having some really rough weather recently. Um, and so they, they performed sort of a heroic act and they've made a, a, a nod to, to that with the arrival of Pacific Encounter. Um, but Baz, this is a, um, a grand class cruise ship. She's um, mm-hmm. one of the, you know, over 100,000 tons. So significantly larger than um, the Pacific uh, Dawn or Pacific Jewel, which, which um, were the pre-pandemic fleet yeah um and mm-hmm. you know she looks really nice in her new 
uh, P&O Australia livery. She's had a um, the big P&O lettering put there on the funnel, of course, that we spoke about in a previous podcast. Um, and she's in Sydney now, uh, actually alongside at um, at Circular Quay, which is the, yeah. the, the traditional um, international cruise port location. Um, but uh, I think uh, the, the ships also had some modifications to allow it to go under the Sydney Harbour Bridge for its usual operations, which will be from um, either White Bay, but it's actually going to spend most of its time up in, in, in Brisbane for the rest of this year. Yeah, of course, it repositions later this month back up there. I believe they're provisioning at the moment about half a, a million kilograms of locally sourced produce mm. are making their way onto the ship, which is uh, preparing, as we say, for a home port season out of Brisbane. But yeah, it was a beautiful day. We've had some horrific weather on the East Coast, but the sun shone, shone brightly and the, the water's yeah. cabin salute as that entered uh, the, the harbour there was uh, looked like a beautiful day for sure. It was just, yeah, a spectacular arrival there. And, you know, to have this new um, ship, and it's interesting, like, you know, I know Carnival's obviously got um, some large ships that come down and, and spend quite a lot of time in Australia, but to have uh, a ship of a hun- over 100,000 tonnes dedicated full-time completely to the Australian cruise market with no, you know, time away from uh, from Australia, that's where she will be. Um, she's, you know, and then she's going to be joined by um, Pacific Adventure, which is also another grand class uh, ship. Both of them had a previous life with Princess Cruises um, and, uh, you know, with those two plus the um, Pacific uh, Explorer, which is a Sun-class cruise ship, we've got um, quite a refreshed and revitalised P&O Australia here to to take on uh, this this new phase of uh, of cruising growth. They say that the the industry in Australia, Baz, was worth five billion dollars before um, the shutdown. Yeah, so absolutely. it's uh, you know and that that's that trickle on effect we've spoken about before, where it's not just uh, the the money that comes directly from the ship, but also all the provisioning and produce purchasing the tours travel agencies all that sort of stuff it really does have that big um sort of link out into the market exactly and of course we're not too far away from wave season in the the not too distant future we'll have the international ships coming down for their season which is typically mm. anything from sort of october november through to around about april time so it's it's going to be exciting uh, yeah. around the, the various ports of australia of course it's going to be very very cool to see them back in back in australian waters Absolutely. Now, there's also more celebrations elsewhere in the world. This week, Viking celebrated a milestone. What was that one, Chris? It said 25th anniversary, Baz. Can you believe it? <laughs> I know. Um, it feels like yesterday, really, that uh, Viking was kind yeah. of the new kid on the block. Yeah, it was a river cruising to start with, wasn't it? And then they, they, they expanded out into ocean cruising. Um, so they've got their, their two um, sort of specialities there now. Um, but it was founded on the on the fifth of August. We, we've just passed that um, anniversary um, in nineteen ninety seven. And uh, Torsten, the uh, the founder, has put out a great little video, and I will include the link to that in the show notes because it kind of gives a little review of what Viking has done over the over the decades and some of the milestones that they've achieved. And uh, it'd be great for you to have a little watch of that if you wanted to do so. So that link is definitely in the show notes. And uh, just a couple of days ago, uh, we celebrated International Beer Day, and uh, one mm. cruise line in particular has gone one step further and uh, launched a brand new beer on board. Who are we talking about? They have. It's Carnival Baz, and their uh, new beer is the Parched Pig Beer uh, Beach Lager, rather, um, which they describe as a refreshing, crisp, and golden beer. And they're selling it uh, on board the ships in, in cans. Uh, in the bars and dining venues mm-hmm. and it's on tap in selected locations across their fleet. Um, this is something that they've uh, developed in, uh, in in a way in which to, to pair well with the food that's uh, available at Guy's Burger. 
And of course, Carnival's got a, a bit of a tradition of having uh, favorite uh, beers on board. They've also got the Thirsty Frog Caribbean Wheat, the Ooh. Thirsty Frog Red, which I think was one of the first ones, the, uh, the course Parch Pig West Coast IPA, the Parch Pig Toasted Amber Ale. And currently, they also have a birthday celebration beer, of course, marking their 50th birthday celebrations oh, that are taking place across the year. Yeah. Did you have a Did you have a beer for International Beer Day? I didn't actually. I forgot all about yeah, it. I completely <laughs> forgot about it too. So we should probably pay, pay more attention to the news. Uh, well, we'll have one tonight, Baz, in celebration. Do that. Do that. Absolutely. Um, a few more celebrations uh, also for Norwegian cruise lines this week, Chris. They've all done a floating out. They've also taken delivery of a ship. What's happening? Yeah. So if we start with the delivery, it's the Norwegian Prima, uh, which, of course, we, we did speak about very briefly um, mm. last week as well. And, and I put out a video about her. Um, entry into service and why she she breaks the mold i actually think she's quite a well we both i think um, are quite impressed by what we've seen of the the visuals of this ship um but uh she has been um uh delivered to to ncl and uh in in venice um which which is of course the one of the the fincantieri shipyards which is located up there Mm -hmm. um and um she will be sailing um through to um amsterdam and then Katy Perry um, is the ship's uh, godmother, so she'll be mm. um, doing the uh, the blessing ceremony or the naming ceremony of that ship. Now, the second in the the Prima class, which is which the, what they call it now, it was Project Leonardo, but now it's um, the Prima class because it's obviously named after the first ship in the class, mm-hmm. which yep. is the, the the usual way these things are done. Um, is um, Norwegian Viva, and uh, it will. Um, it, it's the, well, the second one that will come out. It's, it's also being built at that same Fincantieri um, yard in Venice. Um, and uh, she has had her floating out, which means that um, the, the bit of the ship's hull that has been built in the dry dock um, is now floated from that dry dock to another area of the shipyard where the construction continues. So um, full steam ahead, I think it sounds like. Absolutely, because that's the second of six ships, I believe, in this particular mm. class. So uh, exciting times for the Norwegian uh, family. Yeah, they, they they say that she's also going to have the the hull art um, done by the Italian graffiti artist um, who's known as Peter. Um, oh yeah, which is which is what was done on um, Norwegian Prima, and it's it's extremely different from all of the other hull arts. It's got a very different vibe to it, so it, it helps make that ship stand out. And I guess that's what the class will will be known for. Mm, incredible. Um, over in Europe, uh, we stay because this time we're talking about Aida, um, of course, the German-speaking carnival brand. Mm. And uh, they've just announced a, a whole heap of different itineraries for three ships based out of Germany. Yes, exactly. So Aida Nova is going to be um, sailing uh, Baltic Sea Cruises, uh, which are 14 day voyages to, to Norway and the Baltics. Um, and Aida Ma and Aida uh, Diva are both going to be sailing from uh, 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 Uh I think I pronounced that correctly. But if I haven't, please write in and let me know. <laughs> um, but they'll be doing um, four to five day, day trips out of that port as well, up to either Norway um, or up into the Baltic, um, Stockholm and Copenhagen. So, yeah, it really does um, showcase that they are expanding the different cruise ports that they're sailing to. Uh, which is great for the German-speaking passengers who tend to enjoy traveling with AIDA. And uh, last but by no means least in the news for this week, we had some information from Fred Olsen Cruising saying that uh, they're returning to Dover this month. They are. So Fred Olsen's obviously one of those um, uh, 
cruise lines that's quite well known for its British-based cruising. But what they do that's a little bit different is that they don't just stick to the traditional um, port of Southampton and some of the sort of other sort of secondary um, ports. They they do tend to to um, space their ships out from various different port locations, and one of those, of course, is is Dover. Um, Dover was actually becoming more and more popular with cruise passengers prior to the um, pandemic, and in fact, even Disney sent. Uh, uh, the Disney, I think it was a Disney Wonder, up to to do cruises mm. out of Dover for a while. Um, but uh, Fred Olsen really was one of the cruise lines that was pioneering those those voyages because you know Dover is known for its uh, trans channel ferries, but not so much for cruising. Uh, and so it gives people on that part of the English coast an opportunity to to sail with a ship without having to do so much travel, um, you know, the trains or, or flights or whatever down to to Southampton. Uh, and so this will be serviced by Balmoral, which was one of the um, ships in the fleet that was there prior to the pandemic. She's back in uh, in service now, um, and she'll be doing Mediterranean and Adriatic voyages. Fantastic. And that's all we've got in the form of cruise news this week, Chris. I know you did put out a cracking video um, earlier this week, which we have shared on the socials, mm. but I also yeah, will put a, a link into the this week's podcast. Of course, you're talking all things uh, P&O Australia as the ship arrived down. You've got some great commentary around that. Yeah, um, anything else you. happening, mate? Well, there was two videos last week, actually, because two, two different, you know, they were spaced out by a few days, but two different pieces of, uh, of news. The other one was uh, Norwegian Premier, which I alluded to um, earlier today. And, and both of them kind of just look a little bit at why those two ships, the Norwegian Prima for the, the Norwegian Cruise Line and then, of course, um, uh, Pacific uh, Encounter for P&O Australia, why they game changes in their own right. And so, you know, they're, they're actually getting quite a good good uh, amount of traction those two videos i think because the two ships are quite they stand out amongst uh, the other ships that are around in in those parts of the world so if you're interested in that you can check it out on my youtube channel but i'm sure baz will link it in the show notes below yeah, of course. The link is in every episode. But uh, just remind them it is Chris Frame official, I believe. Yes, that's right, Chris Frame official. Perfect. Chris, always a pleasure, my friend. And uh, we will speak again same time next week with a whole heap of new news, no doubt. Sounds great, Baz. See you then. Hello, it's me again. Just wanted to thank those of you that have supported us via Buy Me A Coffee. Um, If you're not familiar with that uh, system, it's a little bit like Patreon, where you can support your favorite YouTuber or artist. Um, We use Buy Me A Coffee, which is basically because we love coffee. Um, And in a nutshell, you can donate the cost of a coffee, about four Australian dollars, or multiple coffees if you prefer. Um, And in return, you receive priority access to all of the podcasts. So it doesn't matter where you listen to your podcast. If you support us via Buy Me A Coffee, you will receive an email every week um, just saying the new podcast is live and available. Here's the link or listen to it in your favorite podcast. And uh, it gets to you about... 12 to 24 hours before anybody else gets access to it so it's a a great little bonus there and uh, once again it's about four Aussie dollars Um, one coffee multiple coffees you decide but every little donation is greatly appreciated and just a reminder you can find the link uh, to buy me a coffee in the show notes on the website and uh, also via the buy me a coffee app thanks in advance that's all for today if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe and leave us a review on apple podcasts google podcasts or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Until next time, bon voyage.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.